What is up, you guys? Welcome back to The Locker Room. I am your host and your favorite Kansas City girl, Kennedy Bright. And as always, what is said in the locker room stays in the locker room. Get your playbooks ready, guys. So what is up, you guys? It is literally now February 16th. It's 1, well, now 1.12 a.m. in the morning. It was just 1.11. I don't know what that means, but I'll have to look it up. And I decided to record a podcast episode. Um, I felt like this yesterday at this time. And so today I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to do it. I've been studying all day and night and I'm kind of doing a freestyle episode. Basically, I need to give you guys an update, of course, on my life and I haven't posted at all. I've had a lot going on, as you guys know from the episode that I posted about my move, just the brief information I gave you guys. My move's just been a, it's been a hectic one. It's on the up, coming up, you know, on a better situation so I'm really grateful for that actually but um yeah I literally have just kind of bounced around since I've gotten here and I'll talk more about it once I'm set as it will then like kind of be my past from getting a new job when I got here to just getting situated I did get a new car in December which I am so grateful for because I needed it and so I got a Volkswagen uh, Passat turn up if it ain't boring, then it's boring, okay? But that was something that is positive that has happened. So I felt like really accomplished with two of my goals of 2021 was literally to get a new car and was to move out of Kansas City, Missouri. And I'm grateful that I did both of those. I'm now heading into the next phase of my goals and I have some really high 2022 goals, like some big ones that I'm excited about and want to really accomplish. And one of the things that I've noticed, the only way I can accomplish those goals is bet- is mastering two things that I struggle with, I've noticed, is consistency and discipline, which rather it's discipline, discipline than consistency. Um, learning to be disciplined in myself, disciplined in my practices, so that way I can be consistent, but I can't be consistent if I'm not disciplined. And, it, and of course, I have to give some credit to my mental health that factors into why it's easier for me to not be as disciplined but at the same time I want to continue to hold myself accountable and try to grow I don't want to look back at the end of 2022 and see how far things could have been at the end of 2021 I looked back at for instance like my podcast and my TikTok account and I was really kind of like wow I could have done so much more I grew to 35k on TikTok, but I got to 35k like um, probably about let's say the middle of the year. So of those last six months, I had no growth, and I really was kind of like, dang, that sucks. You know, I could have really grown um, and been a lot further, especially on a platform like TikTok. You're really able to grow. So there was that, uh, and then I look back at my podcast, how many episodes I actually put out, you know, and I could have really grown this platform as well. And although I accomplished and overcame a lot in 2021, that was not like business wise is why 2021 was still a great year for me and why I'm just proud of myself, even stepping out of the comfort zone of being able to post what I want on my TikTok account, being able to talk about things on a podcast and just doing it on my own. So I still am super proud of how that year was. But the point is that year was more for 2021 was more for me forming my life in setting a foundation and 2022 was actually building on that foundation you know I've set things in place now I have to go after them and get it by being disciplined and consistent so 
I want to look back at my platforms at the end of this year. I've already set my numbers goals and I really want to be there fully. I'm looking at doing March Madness content for the girls. I've noticed that a lot of my platform is college age girls, which brings me to also I forgot my merch. I dropped my merch. If you just go to CaseyLockerRoomTalk.com, that's where you can get my merch. It's uh, all $35, but if you use the code in caps locker room, you'll get it for 33 bucks. So I wanted it to be cheaper, but the lowest I could go was $35. But I really wanted to be able to have affordable, you know, merch that we can wear. And I got some really cool designs on there. So check them out. If you ever have suggestions, always DM me on the podcast or my personal one. I'll promise to do my best to check. But yes, I just want to really, like I was saying, go forward and I was speaking about my audience. My audience is mostly college age girls. So I figured why not create March maintenance, March maintenance, maintenance, March madness content for those girls that are in college to kind of understand what's happening in sports and the world of things and really take off that way. I am a football person. As you guys know, I love football if it's not obvious. So that's kind of like my heart. But at the same time, I created sports for the girls to explain sports in general, not just football. So that's why I do want to start in that direction a little bit. But that is stepping out of my comfort zone a little bit to be able to continue to grow my platforms in that way and doing what needs to be done. When it comes to my podcast, I felt like I overanalyze a little too much. I think too much and I get very anxious. I'm like, okay, what's this episode going to be about? Like, I think it comes down to being confident in my own opinions and in my own voice and being able to share what I want to share. For the longest, I have to really look, my best episode on here was like a solo episode. It was just me. But I've always felt like I have to have a guest. I have to have someone else, which it would be great. But I've noticed relying on other people is just a bit too much for me because I rely on other people and I create space to be let down. And so I want to have guests. I want to try to coordinate with people. And as you see, I don't put out as much content because I'm too busy waiting for the perfect time for someone else. And honestly, it just needs to be where I'm able to speak and be comfortable. And I told myself that I was going to do this last year. But with me moving around so much last year, I wasn't in a individual space where I could even produce content, to be honest, for the podcast, like to actually record in a private area. I mean, I guess I could have did it in my car maybe, but I would need internet. I guess I could a hotspot. But anyways, um, even in that aspect of things, it was actually difficult. Um, so I do give myself a little bit of, you know, slack, I guess you could say, because that was not my conditions and my environments had nothing to do with me. But at the same time, still to even have come up with my thoughts and processes, I could have did that on my own. So as I look into this year, 2022, I've been needing to coordinate with a guest all year long. And we've already, what, like almost two months in. And I still haven't given you guys an episode yet. And honestly, that is not fair. So I said, you know what? You're doing it again. You're relying on others. You need to just do what you can do. Have enough confidence. Have enough pride and what's the word? Like faith in myself that I can grow this audience talking about things on my own and knowing that my opinion is valid enough just to be by myself. So that is something that I do want to actually work on 
and giving you guys content, which is why I'm recording right now at literally 1.19 in the morning because I want to be able to put an episode out because I hate it. I hate when I look and I think about it and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't posted you know, a podcast in a while. And I'll get people that will contact me and be like, girl, when we get, get another episode? And I'm like, you're right, you're right. So that is something that I do want to work on and one of my goals for this year. I also overanalyzed a lot about my first episode of the year. I was like, I need to do an end of the year recap and thank everybody for 2021. I want to talk about, you know, things I accomplished, which I still do. But I felt like when it gets to a point where it's just not natural to even format like a script, that's when I'm kind of doing a little bit, you know, too much. So I told myself I was going to sit down and just freestyle and talk about honestly where I'm at and just give you guys a glimpse into my mind. One of the things I realized, I think my voice, my mind is pretty powerful and I I got some interesting things to say and it's always funny. I'll listen back to things that I record or read things that I wrote in my journal and I'm like, girl, like, did you say that? Like, it doesn't seem like it's me, but like, I guess obviously it is. So when it comes to where I'm at right now, um, my grandfather passed away a couple weeks ago and it's the weirdest thing ever. I have no clue how to feel at all. I'm a crier and I literally was at his service and did not cry. Like saw his body, everything didn't cry. When my great grandpa died, I lost it. I lost it. And that was like um, some years in 2017 when he passed away. And I literally, I literally lost it. And so to be in the presence of my grandpa who... I used to live with for several different times of, of my life. Like I lived with my grandparents up until I went away to college. Um, so that was just weird. You know, like I had no emotion. I was numb. I'm the kind of person that seeing like my Nana or my siblings cry will make me cry. My sister's crying. No emotion. At that moment, I was a little nervous because a real a realization, a revelation. No. A realization, that's the word, y'all. A real, get on, try to say, forget it. A realization, there we go. Oh my God. A realization I had probably about in August of 2021. I guess, like I said, the date now. I noticed was that my emotions, I've been very numb. And at first, I was proud of it. Um, I was happy because I was like, cool. I'm numb. Um, well, no, no, no. I didn't think I was numb. I just was not interested in guys at all. I wasn't interested in meeting anyone. I'm the kind of person, like, if I'm being honest, I well, as soon as my location changes, guess what? I'm on Tinder, and I don't, I don't meet just anyone. You know, I find cream with the crop. Um, I moved to Texas, and I had no interest in meeting anyone. I did not download any apps. The New Orleans Saints literally were playing here after that whole hurricane, lived around the corner, never tried to get on Tinder, never tried to find them. Like, like I haven't done anything. And I was really proud of myself. My friend and I, we both came up with this pack that we were done with guys for a while. We were going to work on ourselves, better ourselves, things like that. Like I said, I just moved to a new area. I was excited. But at the same time, um, I thought it was just that I was maybe kind of evolving in a way, you know, because I wasn't so much concerned with guys or men or anything like that. But what ended up happening was as time kind of went on and months went by, 
I kind of realized like, is it really that I'm evolving or is it that I'm numb? And I didn't like that at all Um, because I'm always an emotional person. I'm very attached to people and situations and it was just kind of weird for me. Um, And so I have went to see someone that I used to be involved with who I have very strong feelings for. I went to go see him and I was super excited. Not I, I wanted to see him, of course, but at the same time, I was excited to kind of figure out if I can break this curse. It's like November at this point, and I've been this way for some months. And it was still nothing. Like I was still numb. Uh, and that was kind of when I knew a little bit like, okay, this is a little something, a little, you know, a little extra. I had ran out of my medication. So being transparent here, if you guys already know, like I have PTSD from my assaults and some childhood trauma. So I have anxiety and depression medication. It's combined in one. Um, and of course, and I'm on like, I have ADD, so I'm on Adderall and I take birth control for my endometriosis. So I ran out of all my medicines. My doctors could not get it to me in October. We got a new doctor. Our doctor had left um, in Kansas City. And so we had to get a whole new doctor. They did not inform me. So bottom line, they were not going to prescribe my medication. I'm like, I can't go home because I only had the weekends off. So I was like, how am I going to come home for a doctor's appointment? We got to even open on the weekend. So I was out of my medication and I did notice a shift in my productivity at work and things went down, not having my concentration medication. That's what I call my Adderall because like, I know people abuse it, but I actually take it because I need it. And I felt like some of that and not having my, like my, mental health meds um factored into it but at the same time I still was like well you were already like this Kennedy when you had your medicine so you know what's the deal so I came back after that experience after I like went to go see him I came back home came back home as into Texas and I still was like noticed like I said like that still was the same and so I'm trying to figure out what's going on a little bit I'm still going to work and stuff, but time keeps going by and I just, I was just, I've been really numb, you guys. Um, and of course it's kind of affected just me, myself, but it's also affected how I've come across with like my thought process, getting out of bed. At first I was a little fine for those last end of the months. Um, I was doing pretty good getting out of bed and things like that but it kind of flipped to probably I don't know okay so when I got back I met this guy I was excited um I guess I was just trying to I don't know kind of figure out what it was I was feeling I guess one of the problems I have and this is me being very vulnerable and hopefully this helps with the girls but as a female, sometimes you feel like you don't have a voice to say no, you know, and from my experiences, as you know, already from past episodes, I've seen an experience where my no is not valid and my no is not heard. And so for me, um, this isn't not a trigger warning because I'm not about to talk. Nothing happened to me. I'm not going to say that just so you know, let me say that now, but 
for me, I get very anxious, very nervous to say no to men about just anything in general, just because of that comforting kind of triggering emotion that comes up in a reminder of times that no hasn't been heard basically so I was kind of like okay um which also leads to just kind of random but still on topic why I do not hang out with guys at all if I'm not comfortable with anything ever moving in a direction because I'm the kind of person that a man can look at me a certain way make a comment and honestly it just triggers me completely all the way all, all over they never push themselves on me or anything it's just it's just do not look at me up and down like just looks and words affect and can trigger me so for me um I don't I don't even hang out with guys um you could we could be in a restaurant and you could touch me the wrong way and it just freaked me out so uh I'm very protective of myself in that sense I've learned to get that way which I hate it's sad that it has to be that way that I can't hang out with someone and be like no I'm okay and feel comfortable you know so kind of just to speak on the part about me and my how far I've been seeing that my no didn't matter I guess so anyways so I am very closed off very closed off person and one of the things I discovered last fall was that me and that guy that I talked to you about that I went to go see for me and him he's the only person that I've actually ever felt a real connection with I now know and I can't explain it and that's why I always feel like maybe it's a little bit something more than just like a bling or someone I like because I mean we're talking it's been some years now and it's still like really strong and my friends and my family I was like you just need to move past it you know and you and him like you guys just you know or toxic like whatever but at the same time it's like I know but it's kind of like it's hard for me to explain like that connection is just it's been unmatched um for years now so it kind of still holds a spot there for me but I just kind of realized as I was away and lived here in Texas and I wasn't close to him and things like I kind of really noticed at that point I guess that what am I trying to say I noticed at that moment how strong kind of my connection to him really was so when I meet this guy that I was telling you about after I came back I was like oh okay let's see so I met someone and the number one thing I think which I want to do an episode on this but I will bring it up now since it's relevant is that I think it's hard sometimes when you have dealt with negative experiences with men or if you're a guy with females you go to your friends you listen to your friends but a lot of times they always want to kind of tell you oh the problem is who you're picking it's your type and for me I'm always being told that because I talk to athletes that that's the problem when really to me I think it's just the guys themselves are the problem I don't think every athlete you know is the problem so you hear what your friends and family give you feedback on as to what your problem is why you maybe can't find someone whatever it is and so I listen and I try to give this guy you know a chance and he's nowhere near my type and honestly talking about it is really making me upset right now so I don't even know why I'm bringing it up but we're gonna discuss it and I'm trying my best 
because people like to tell me, oh, you're just comparing him to, you know, the other guy I just told you that's about. And I'm like, it's not that I'm comparing him to him. It's a feeling, it's a connection, and it's a safeness that I have with the other guy. Although that's been broken a little bit not too long ago and something that he and I are having to work on, um, it's still a connection and it's, you know, still something. So anyways, I try to communicate with this person. I try to talk to them and there's some things I still haven't even talked to my family about. So, and I just don't want to get into detail about it here anyways yet, but just know I grew to have a friendship with this guy. We were good. I was open about some things I experienced, pretty much mostly everything. Um, at the beginning of January, I got my mental health kind of got a little worse, not, I think, being really having my medication and things like that. And just, I couldn't really go to work. Like, I felt so uncomfortable. And at one point, before I felt uncomfortable, I had even told him, I was like, this is the most calm I felt. Felt like I enjoyed being friends with him. We worked together. And I was friends with him and his friends. And if you've known me before, you probably know I don't really have many friends. This right now, this phase of my life, 2021, is the first time I've really had friends. So it's meant a lot to me to be friends. And it just, I liked it. My biggest thing is when I'm open and vulnerable to someone and you pretty much, you betray me. Um, And I'll just say, I was staying with this person for some time. I knew my situation, everything. Um, and to be betrayed the way I was, was very hurtful. It was literally the day of my grandpa passing that he kicks me out. Um, how we got there, I won't even get into it. Long story short, he was just upset because I didn't like him romantically, but we discussed this before this whole situation. Um, and Honestly, I think between the two situations, like it literally happened the same day. It was like an hour later and he knew my grandpa passed. So for me, I can't, I think I just feel really betrayed and it just kind of fit to my numbness, I guess. What I noticed last fall, um, but it's something that I do have to be okay with. Everyone kind of has someone, you know, so all my friends are pretty much booed up and those are their priorities, you know? And I think the hard part for me was as a kid, I never felt like my parents' priority. I always felt like my siblings were. And that could be too, because, you know, not to fault them, but I am the oldest and you know, my siblings were always, obviously they're younger than me. So, you know, when they're real little, they need way more attention. I did bring it up to my dad once. I have like a memory, like I kind of remember the point where I kind of felt like I was a little bit becoming invisible to my parents. I didn't really have resentment towards my brother though. And my dad just had explained, he said, well, the thing is, Kennedy, you were such an advanced kid. I was two when my brother was born. Um, He was like, you were such an advanced kid that we didn't have to watch you as much. 
as much. We didn't have to worry about you putting things in your mouth. You could already talk like you were able to speak for yourself. So we were able to give more parenting, you know, attention to your, like to my brother and stuff. And so I think for me, that was more of a compliment, you know, that like my parents didn't have to pay attention to me as much, you know, but for me, it kind of internalized in a little more of a negative way for me. I kind of internalized it more as they're not, they don't see me, you know, other people are more important. Other people are more of a priority, you know, things like that. And so as I've gotten older, I find ways I kind of feel like with everyone in my life, there's always someone else that comes before me, you know, and none of my friends have kids. Do any of them? Well, one of my friends does back home. She does. But um, other than that, though, none of my friends have kids. So it's not even like I'm not speaking about like their children, like clearly their kids are going to come first. But just it seems like there's always either another friend that's more important or there's another person or their significant other. And right now, as I'm feeling this way, if my friends hear this, they're probably going to be like, Kennedy, what are you talking about? Why didn't you say anything? Because like, how do you say something about it? You know, like, you know that... <laughs> like the scene that's kind of made fun of but the crazy anatomy scene one of the very first like season she's like love me choose me pick me or whatever like sometimes that's how I just feel you know because I felt like I kind of want to be made like a priority in someone's life I want to feel like someone's gonna sit there and be like you know what you're not okay I'm gonna drop this and I got this for you but I always felt like there's kind of just everyone has someone else and so it also kind of feeds into my isolation when it comes to my nana my mom is her number one person she says it's not true but nana we all know it's true but even within like right now it's hard I can't really talk to her because she's grieving her husband so how do I talk to her about me not being okay how do I talk to her about I don't know what's wrong with me you know when it comes to your husband because like, you know, trying not to remind her that her husband has passed away. My has never lived on her own. She was 19 when they got married. So, like, this is, you know, a huge shock. She's now 71. She'll be 72 this year. So, um, you know, how do you, you know, that's a long time. So, anyways, um, I've just kind of been feeling kind of isolated and just added to the numbness a little bit um and I just feel sometimes like you know I'm kind of alone I always picture this in my head and maybe this adds to my problem it's always kind of like when it comes like if I picture a person I'm always like if it was me them and other people in the water and I can't swim like would they even try to save me or would they pick someone else and I always feel like I'm no one's first pick at saving. And I'm trying to learn to save myself. I'm trying to learn to want to do that myself. And I'm enough just for me. And that's something that I'm, you know, trying to tackle. Because when it comes to the, the guy I was telling you guys about um, that I had that connection with, he and I, I feel like some of the reasons we haven't moved forward yet, a little bit might be some things on my end a little bit. Um, me not being stable and situated in my mental health or in my current life. Um, 
could have some play to do with it. He has a lot of people that do depend on him. And I think that the more that I am kind of unstable, it kind of adds to him feeling like I'm just another person that's going to need him. Whereas a person that can be beside him, you know, I'm not, we're not evenly, we're not evenly yoked at this point. And so it is a little bit of a motivation. It is motivation actually to get to the point of being evenly yoked. Cause I feel like once we're there, then we can kind of discuss and figure out a little bit more where we're at. So there's that. As I do hit 25 now, turn 25 next month, actually, it's my golden birthday. And as I'm in 25, I'm noticing that I'm, I'm, I'm older, obviously. And between that and my friends with their formed of relationships, I have like a couple that they're pretty like close to, you know, like the more engagement phase. And I do have a friend who is engaged already. I have another friend who just got engaged. I've never been one that's afraid to be alone as in regards to like marriage. I've kind of always thought like, like I'm going to tell you my plan. The joke kind of was, okay, when I turn 25, not 25, when I turn 27, if I wasn't in a committed relationship or like married by then, then I was going to go to a, get a donor and have a kid because I was like, I'm not about to sit here and keep waiting, you know, for a man to have a kid and then I'd be 40 and can't have one or something. I don't know. So anyways, um, I've always thought of it, you know, but as I'm older, getting older and I've never had a boyfriend now that I'm 25. Okay. So now that I'm getting older, I'm kind of just in, I'm realizing kind of more the position I am with my life. Of course, a lot of things have happened to me in my like young adult life. So that's why I feel like I'm in a different place now at 25 than I thought I would be. But at the same time, I'm kind of realizing that I might kind of get to a place where I might be alone. And I don't mean romantically. I just mean in life in general. Soon, my friends, we're at the age they're going to start having kids. And that's going to add a lot more. That's going to add a lot more to it. I'm a little bit more nervous. And I think this is adding to how I'm feeling. I'm a little bit nervous about getting to that place in my life where I kind of lose people, you know, because everyone has their own lives. It's not that like, I feel like I don't have my own, like I've never been a compete with people kind of person. Like clearly, as you see, my standards are very up there. I stick to them. If you don't meet them, you don't meet them. So I don't need a man uh, or anything like that. Or, you know, I don't keep up with the Joneses, like none of that. I just worry kind of what that's going to, what it's going to be like in the next couple of years of my life. Growing up, like I said, I didn't have friends. So now that I'm hitting 25, everyone's friends are pretty much set in stone, pretty much at this point. Um, and, you know, you might meet people in the future and they want to hang out or whatever. But, you know, that bond that people have, it's kind of already there. So... And like I said, the older I'm getting, you know, I'm moving more into where people are having families and people are more in that way. And it's kind of like I don't. And when my grandpa passed away, that also added to it. My family is now shrinking. Um, it, When my great grandpa passed, it was like, oh, my goodness. It was a reminder that people die because I was the first death. I lost someone who was close to me. So. I was like, oh gosh, people die. 
and through all the things I've gone on with my family this past year, 2021, my family shrunk. And, and on top of that, now my grandpa passed, it's kind of like even this even smaller circle that had been just mine is starting to fall. And so it's starting to get to the point where everyone that I am really loving on in my family, besides like, of course, my siblings, they're at that vulnerable age of passing away. And I'm like, what, what's left? You know, my grandpa died and he never got to see any of my kids, you know, and that's adding to pressure because my great grandma, she is about to be 91 on the 22nd of February this month. So I just want so much, you know, to see, and it's, it's just, I'm in a really weird place in my life where my focus is very muddy although I'm not physically crying I'm very emotional and I'm feeling a lot of different emotions and I'm feeling a lot of different things thought when I turned 25 my life would be different which it's okay but um I think that I might just do the trip by myself honestly because I think this might be the first step towards me realizing and being comfortable and being okay being alone and a lot of people talk about being alone in reference to romantic relationships. And that's not it for me. Girl, I'm always alone when it comes to a relationship. Child, I never got time for that. I don't trust these men. But being alone as in not having my family, not having people that I call friends or anything romantically, being alone completely. Because that is something that I think I do, you know, I do struggle with is the idea that I cannot always be with my family for forever or now that I have these friends that they're not always going to be at my back and call when I need them. And I don't know if anyone else has ever gone through anything like that where you kind of just sit here and you're kind of just like, what if it's just me? And I think people always speak about what if it's just me in regards to never being with someone, but I mean just in general. One of the things for me is on the verge of discussing being alone and all of that is we're always told that we have a person someone or whatever and honestly I think I've already met my person like I'm like I'm, I kid you not I am like 99% sure I have for me it's kind of like if I can't be with that person then I don't want to I don't want to be with anyone and I've learned from that past experience of the asshole that I just talked about um from trying to be cool with him and trying to and I just I couldn't do it I learned from that like that I can't some people do you know like they're not with their true match and they you know settle for another person or something but I I just can't and I think from what I need right now in my life is completely different from just a traditional love and financial stability like what I need that comfort what I need that security that understanding because of the things I've experienced in life like that right there is something that I just can't simply play with and I can't have anything short of that so I honestly I just I don't want it if it's not with that person and my friends are always like Kennedy like your person's out there I don't think this is your person because of how you feel this or that like and maybe soul ties is real we should talk about soul ties because 
the soul tie maybe that's what it is is strong when he and i aren't good it is the worst pain ever we're gonna save that for another episode about soul ties in general with the sense of just a lot of times i feel like when it comes to my friends and their significant other situations i know that they don't mean it but it just kind of triggers that feeling of like there's always someone else more important than kennedy or 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 whatever this year honestly like i said i really want to work on discipline and consistency and mastering those two things they go really hand in hand for me is gonna help a lot when it comes to my productivity when it comes to my new career path that i'm starting when it comes to my social media to you guys when it comes to myself being consistent in the gym i have a really negative relationship with working out from being an athlete i don't know that could be a podcast episode too coming from being a former athlete me and working out is very negative um so that is something that i'll save that for an episode but something i want to work on this year is being better at working better at that um learning to love myself whatever that means because that's the thing um i don't let just anybody talk to me i don't let any just anybody sleep with me i don't let just anyone even breathe the same air as me i know i look good i'm very confident so it doesn't mean those things so for me it's kind of figuring out what the heck does it mean to love myself you know um things like that and i think maybe that's just being comfortable with being uncomfortable with myself and learning to be comfortable with just kennedy and trusting the person that i am on the inside really hope it kind of pushes me forward in this year i do want to take you guys along this journey i i know that you probably do already know about the free agent season that I started. Want to really take it seriously and really go at it with you guys. Being disciplined and really training myself as if I'm still competing as an athlete, but not like, you know, too much, not the mental part of it. No thanks. But just the aspect of wanting to get better and looking at myself in the mirror and feeling like I have completely mastered the best body and the best version of Kennedy that I can and getting 1% better every day. And taking on just one day at a time and, you know, adding small things here and there to my, you know, routine and consistency and just things like that. But that is something that I do want to work on this year. And I did kind of just want to give an update a little bit about where I'm at in life. And I'm going to stop obsessing over this podcast thing and really just talk. When I get a guest, I get a guest. But guess what? It's my podcast my podcast my podcast like that's like y'all you're stuck with me i'm sorry you have to deal with it and that goes into also just holding myself accountable and being disciplined enough to put out content regardless and just trusting in myself a little bit more i am still navigating these emotions right now um i'm still figuring it all out still figuring out my numbness how to feel again but one thing i'll say is i wasn't really feeling before either they were negative emotions that I was feeling and I think that my body has taken so many hits emotionally so much pain the past one going on you know probably like two years now I mean it's just been getting hit after hit after hit after hit and I think what's happening is my body and my emotions my mind has just shut off because it's just Kennedy's like she can't take any more pain she can't take it anymore and that is why I'm continuing to go back to guarding myself shielding myself from others and 
trying to protect myself from any further damage done to myself learning to I guess as you could say you know heal from it I think I'm just in shock still from a lot of different things I am a little nervous once I guess I do feel again how damaged will I really be how bad will I really be that does make me nervous thank you guys so much for listening to this episode I don't even know I even covered y'all everything I need to cover but you guys kind of have an idea of my headspace I just want to freestyle and just talk to you guys today and just speak so that way you have an episode this week, but also just to understand a little bit and then maybe somebody relates to what I've been going through. Just always be sure to follow the podcast at Casey Locker Room Talk. Remember, we do have merch now. It's at um, the website, CaseyLockerRoomTalk.com. Use the code Locker Room for money off. And always let me know if you have any topics, questions you want me to talk about, anything you want me to do on the podcast. YouTube videos, just let me know. I'm always looking for ideas because I do things and I'm like, this got no views. No one liked it. So always be sure to comment or message me if you like anything that I do on any of my platforms. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.